and my name is Ralph. Now I like a woman who loves her freedom, and I like a woman who can hold her own. And if you fit that description, baby, come with me. Take my hand. Wonderful time for me. 
I'm on the East Coast. It's 10.04 p.m. So I'm taking it real easy, floating on. Looking forward to having a wonderful show with everyone tonight. Got a question for everyone listening. Which is better? Don't rush an answer. Please do not rush an answer this one. The question is, which is better? True love or great sex? Hmm. Think about that. We're going to talk about that one later on. <laughs> yes, yeah, stumble upon that post. I saw it on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, I got to take it to the room and ask that question. Which is better, uh, true love or great sex? So we're going to definitely talk about that. <laughs> All right, enjoying the beautiful sound of uh, Float On, the floaters. Gotta say good evening to everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, we have our live studio audience, all courtesy of Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. We're going to go ahead and leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax and enjoy after all we're here to engage in adult conversations share experiences and learn from each other my co-hosts for tonight are javette sonette rosolo and marlin uh just a quick reminder you know in case you're wondering what is this all about if it's your first time tuning in online uh at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. And we talk about these building blocks and the important roles they play in our relationships. Tonight, it's part two. We started the conversation two weeks ago. Didn't have a show last week. Um, some unexpected <laughs> things happened and I was dead beat when I was done but we're continuing the conversation are we building up or are we destroying the lives of those we're involved with yeah we're gonna talk about that we're also gonna have in a daze with Rosolo and Marlon uh we're all about relationships period point blank we talk about it all right so let me just remind everyone listening again the question that i i stumbled upon on um instagram which is better true love or great sex gonna be talking about that one as well yeah um if you had to pick one which one would it be true love or mm, great sex why can't a girl have both? <laughs> but let me go ahead and check in with my co-hosts, Rosolo, Javette, ladies, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Dre in the audience. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. How are you ladies doing, Rosolo? I'll go ahead and start off with you. How are you doing? Good evening. Good evening, Good evening, Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Monday, so I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I have, the, I have the Monday blues happening right now. But other than that, I'm wonderful, <laughs> but I'm just a little tired. What are we going to do to cure tired. the Monday blues? It's a worldwide illness. It's a pandemic of sorts. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic of sorts. I don't know. I don't know, but I know I'm really, you know, I'm struggling today. So Take uh, it easy. Yeah. But, yeah. I am. I am. I, I took a little dose of a, a moment's nap and stuff like that. So uh, to get me back together, a little power nap. So hopefully that works. I think. Well, I hope you had enough of a power nap for both of us because I haven't had any naps oh. yet. So you know how that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. bless your heart. Bless your heart. Yeah. But I'm yeah, happy to have you here. Just, just sit back, relax, put your feet up or, you know, line your bed. That's the beauty about it. You can be comfortable, literally. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that, that I, I, I will, I will do exactly that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the show. Looking forward to the show. All right. Thank you so much for solo. Miss Javette, Miss Javette, Miss Javette, the, the Javette that everybody wants to get to know. How are you doing? Is Javette there? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I had just typed in that I'll speak in a few. Um, why do you say that out loud moment? <laughs> <laughs> you have no listen. Okay, let me let me let me let me fix it up real good for everybody listening. Javette has that voice that is sincere. It pulls you in, makes it easy for you to talk, and genuine. Is that better? Don't get it twisted, folks. Yeah, that sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! How was your day? How was your day? Uh, it was long. I'm literally just getting home from work. Yes, I know I told y'all I wasn't going to work late, but mm. it was like an accident on the road, so it just Ooh. put me back a little longer. But everybody, I hope that nobody um, had any serious injuries in that accident. I got off before I was able to go past it, but it was it's like was the whole highway, so yeah. Yeah, yeah that can be exhausting. Yeah, today is a rough day for everybody, it seems, even for me. I don't know. Normally, I would have a nap, at least a two-hour nap, because I know I have the show. I was not able to do that today. Oh, stop just... bragging. <laughs> I'm stop sorry. Bragging but remember, my day starts sooner than yours. My day starts at 5.15. So I've been going since 5.15 this morning, nonstop. Yeah. Non-stop, not bragging, not bragging, but I do have to try to squeeze it, squeeze it in. Otherwise, I'm yelling at everybody. But I'm just happy that um, you ladies are okay, despite everything, despite being tired and exhausted. You are okay, so we're gonna be grateful for that. You know, very grateful. I'm alive to even say that I'm tired. So I'm grateful. <laughs> yes. 
I don't know why I'm having the red bar, so I hope I'm coming through crystal clear. So you are. Okay, perfect. All right. We're going to continue the conversation we started two weeks ago. Uh, are we building up or are we destroying our partners? Yeah. Something for us to um, really think about when it comes to our relationships. And we're also going to be talking about this one, which is better, true love or great sex? You can't have both. Which one will you choose? Hey, Marlon. Hey. Mr. Days After Dark. Hello, 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 ladies. How do you do? Uh, hey, 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 Miss Javit. Everybody's having a long day, Mr. Days After Dark. <laughs> long day for everyone. How is your day going? Long too. You know, still a little tad busy, but I'm all right. Um, we just have to, you know, days like these, we just need to just unwind, you know, just relax. And when, especially if you're home, just relax, get a little drink or something, or just chill, just, yeah. just chill. Yeah, I agree. Don't let the job, please, guys. Um, don't let them stress you out or whatever it is. Don't let it, don't let it stress you too much because. Pace yourself. Something happened to you. Oh. They are to replace you in a heartbeat. Let's not even so. talk about that one. <laughs> Got a question that is so for you. True. Yeah. So Rosolo, you yeah, you know, we ain't gonna have that conversation again. But it is true. Oh no, I'm not yeah, I'm not just I'm just tired. It's not about work. I take um I approach that differently now. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't let it. it's a little different. A little different. Yeah. Just a little different. All right. Marlon, I got a question for you. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Which is better, true love or great sex? Great sex at first. No, you gotta pick one. You no. can't be talking about at first. It's, which is better, true love Hello. or great sex? Great, great sex come true love. You don't want to lose that <laughs> Why am I asking Marlon this question? Why am I really asking him? I knew you were going to say that. It's not. True love. I, I, once, once true love is there, everything is, um, everything's falling place, you know. Every, everything happens and um, your body, everything just goes with, the, with love. I believe, yeah. And, but, uh, good. I don't know why, if it's me, but you, I keep losing you. But um, I think you said true love, right, is better for you. And yes, then, he said true love okay. is better because he said with, with true love, um, everything falls into place. Okay, okay, perfect. All right. Thank you, Marlon. Got to put the men on the spot for a little MD, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you, Javed, for the invite. <laughs> but I'm here. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I'm I'm putting the men on the spot. And since you're here, I'm gonna ask you, which is better, true love or great sex? Now the question is asking which is better. Yeah. Not which is more important. No, which is better? So if we're talking about better, uh -huh. I was gonna say great sex, absolutely. <laughs> um absolutely okay. now if we're talking about which is more important uh -huh. and the long one um you know you we can learn to to have better sex that's it doesn't mean it's going to be great but we can learn to have better sex but if you find that one person that your souls can really connect with um and that level mm -hmm. um and you want to go over that person, there's going to be a time in your life where it's not going to be sex, right? But you can still see each other and have that delight. And the way you see that old woman sitting across the table from you, absolutely true love, it's by far would be the best thing to have. All right. Because it will be the most important thing at the end of the day. Yes. Absolutely. Had this conversation, funny enough, had this conversation just over the weekend and um, scrolling through Instagram today, I stumbled upon this question, the question of the day, which is better, true love or great sex? Um, for me, I'm, you know, I'm not one of the men, but I'm going to answer since I'm posing the question, right? For me, I'd rather true love. For me, it's better. Um you can always work on the sex. You can always work on it. You know, this is me now at my age saying this. Uh, check me 30 years ago. I'd be like, oh, no. Y'all can, <laughs> can keep the true love. Give me the great sex. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, times have changed because the truth is when the sex fades, when you get older, you want to know that the person you're with, you still want to be with them, be around them. You can be holding hands and that in and of itself is just, you know, so enjoyable. Yeah. Oh. Ah, thinking about those days when I'll get old. But all right. Welcome, Kishel. I hope I said it correct. Thank you so much. And Nahama, I hope I pronounced it correctly. Thank you so much for coming to Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. Uh, we focus on the um, building blocks of relationships. And those building blocks for us are communication, love, intimacy, friendship, and finance. Uh, we try to do a little research so that we speak on the topics. So, you know, we try not to... Um, just pull things out of the air, but we definitely, definitely do research and speak to the um, research that is found. And, you know, we also have In a Days with Rose Solo and Marlon. That is our relationship advice segment. All right. So we're going to just take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to get into the thick of things. And tonight, we, it's part two of a uh, conversation we started two weeks ago. We didn't have Days After Dark last week, um, but we started the conversation two weeks ago, and we're asking the question, we're asking ourselves these questions, are we building up or tearing down our partners? All right, Sula, Altada, thank you so much for coming. Appreciate you as always, all right? So here is a little Kelly Clarkson because of you.
cause my heart so much misery. I will not break the way you did. You fell so hard. I've learned the hard way to never let it get that far. Because of you, I never strayed too far from the sidewalk. Because of you, I learned to play on the safe side so I don't get hurt. Because of you, I find it hard to trust not only me. It's not too long before you point it out. I cannot cry because I know that's weakness in your eyes. I'm forced to fake a smile, a laugh every day of my life. My heart can't possibly break. Just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, please click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I am joined by my gracious co-hosts, Javette, Rose Solo and Marlon Sinet will be in later on. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. Thank you for that one, Kelly Clarkson. One of my favorite songs from Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, because of you. Tonight we're continuing the conversation we started two weeks ago. Are you building up or are you destroying your partner? So just to give a quick recap you know, of what we covered two weeks ago. Deep down, we all want something that fulfills us, a relationship that makes us grow and feel alive. Even the players will get to a point in time where they want something deeper, a more fulfilling connection. Unfortunately, this is unattainable over the long term for most men and women. And you ask the question, why? Well, One big reason is that most men and women manage to destroy or hurt each other in a relationship eventually through selfish love, which in turn causes either spouse or partner 
to disown their feminine or masculine essence. Men and women have different physiological and psychological constitutions and therefore have different core needs in a relationship. However, both men and women are human and both men and women have emotions. Because men often appear to have such tough exteriors, we women can be dismissive of the fact that they have feelings. We often fail to recognize how our dysfunctional behavior patterns destroy safety for men in relationships. Understand, though, there is nothing that anyone can do to save a relationship if their partner has poor character, is emotionally unhealthy, and is unwilling to work on healing their dysfunctional behavior patterns, all right? Where there is dysfunctional behavior, the best choice is to walk away. But other times, we need to look at ourselves and determine if we need to take a step back and if we need to change. If we as women are engaging in any of the following behaviors, it is a sign that we are destroying relational safety for the men. And it is also a sign that we have work to do on ourselves. And these are the things we covered last week. Are we weaponizing his past? Are we becoming emotionally reactive? Are we punishing him? Are we guilty of doing any of those things? And right off the top, it's very easy for us to say, oh, no, I don't do that. But let us not rush to answer. Are we doing any of these things? Are we weaponizing his past? Getting all the information we can out of him about every relationship in particular. I think that's what they do. The, we do the most, right? So we try to know everything about his past relationships. And then the minute something happens in this current relationship, we get it off the shelf, dust it off, and hurl it at him. And it happens in both ways too. Men do it to women too. That's not what relationships are about. And that can destroy the person you're with. If someone trusts you, they have opened up themselves to you, they look at you as their safe space, their safe haven, let us not destroy that for them. It's really hard to find people you can trust these days. So if you have that, cherish it, all right? Uh, We also covered being emotionally reactive and understanding that emotionally reactive behavior in a woman feels extremely unsafe to a man. When our emotional reactions are out of control and we start yelling at or attacking a man, what do they do? They shut down. And then we become even more emotionally reactive. And I know we spoke about that. We don't like when they walk away from us. We don't like when they're not answering. We start going crazy. But what we should be doing instead is recognizing that our behavior is is not helping. It's actually hurting or harming the relationship and the person. 
all right so we got to be careful with that we also spoke about punishing him why are we doing that and we tend to punish our men with sex he didn't bring me flowers today no sex he didn't open the door for me no sex he forgot to put the toilet seat down no sex he left the glass in the sink no sex we're not supposed to be using sex as a weapon either with our partners men shouldn't be doing it with women and women shouldn't be doing it with the men because then you take away the beauty of it i think it's something that you should be enjoying with your partner if i'm wrong please correct me but i think it's something you should enjoy with your partner it's more than physical now that's if you're in love with the person if you're just there for as a means to an end, it's going to be a whole different conversation. But if this person that you're in a relationship with is someone that you see, you know, you could go the distance with, let us be careful the things we do. Sex is supposed to, it's more than physical. It's spiritual. It's emotional. It's a. It's causing the relationship to get deeper. Should, at least, and stronger. Right. That's when you're most vulnerable. If you're not pretending and if you're not faking, <laughs> right. That's when you are most vulnerable. You're you're letting go. You're releasing. And you're allowing that person into that most sacred space, of you. So let us not punish our partners, okay? Uh, always needing to be his number one priority. Is it possible? Especially when you think about children in the picture, his parents in the picture, family, friends. Is it possible to always be the sole priority? Likewise, men, is it fair for her to ignore everybody in her life and just focus on you? What, what happens if things go awry? Then each person is left lonely because they cut off everything, cut off everybody. So what we have to do in relationships is respect our partners, friends, and family members respect them and their time with them why are you feeling threatened why do we feel threatened why why do we have the need to command their attention all the time 24 hours in the day do we really need to have the attention for all 24 hours You know what? I don't think it's threat. I just think it's jealousy. Okay. Um, we tend to get jealous of the other person or family member. Worse if they have been, especially with a, with a friend. If they know you have this friend for so long and you spend a lot of time with that friend, 
they're trying to pull you away from that person because they think you're spending too much time with that person and want to see why is that person so important to you and sometimes we don't sometimes we don't have nothing to say we just want you to not go to see that friend you know because it's like the friend is you 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 might have come off a certain way like treat the friend more than you treat just your spouse or your, your friend or your boyfriend or whatever it is mm-hmm. and we, we tend to get jealous from that because we're trying to wonder why you spend so much time with your friend so but at the end of the day i would never tell somebody not to talk to their friend because their friend was there before me and you have to make that choice to balance out your your time with us, me and your friend and, and whoever, your family, you have to make that choice to say, okay, I'm going to do a couple hours here. I'm not going to see my friend every night, you know, only on, you know, one, one day a week or two, you know, so I can spend time with my boyfriend or my girlfriend, you know, so it's, it's going to boil on to you how much time you want to spend without me telling you to stop talking to somebody because I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. you have to make a choice to say you know what let me let, let me just let me scale back with my friend and my family for a little bit to see how we can uh, you know to get to know my partner more mm-hmm. um, because the less time you spend with your partner the less you get to know your partner <laughs> so <laughs> so it's all about and balance it, then Marlon you know, pretty much Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A man wants to be with a woman who is respectful of his other needs and who is supportive of his mission and purpose. If we expect our partner to spend all of his time with us, he will feel that his other needs do not matter. He will feel used, unappreciated, unsupported, unseen, and unloved. He will feel as if he has no freedom and he can't be himself. He'll feel trapped and suffocated, and this will cause him to feel unsafe. Likewise, men, so too with women. Have you ever, any of you ever been in a relationship where you felt trapped and suffocated. You couldn't turn left, couldn't turn right. You had to answer for every move. If you were getting up to go to the bathroom, you're questioned. If you dare go to the front door, you're questioned. I have. How did it make you feel? <laughs> it's not a good feeling. Um... Every time you move, the person's there. Your 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 friends come and you know want to come say hi to you. They can, they they're up in your face. It's not a good feeling. It doesn't make you feel good. as a man. Me personally, I did not feel good. I feel like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's 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 not a good feeling, and I would never ever wish that on my worst enemy to to go through something like that because it's not a good feeling being somewhere where you're not appreciated and somebody's all up in your face all up in your grill you know want to know who you're talking to you know down to what you you know what you eat <laughs> when you're eating something they like you know stuff like that sometimes you know it's, it's it's not a good feeling that's all i have to say it's not good 
What about somebody going through your phone? How do men feel about that? Oh, that's a no-no. Um, I don't just... You could go through my phone, but it's like you're going through it and you say, who is this person? I've never seen this name before. How many times have you been to my phone? I've never seen so-and-so and so-and-so before. Like, I'll read your text and stuff. We all have friends and, and we have people who we talk to and have, you know, trying to have a good time with and we laugh. And every, everybody is not sexual. You could have female friends where you don't, or male friends, female kind of male friends, and it's not sexual. They the girls oh. talk or, or run jokes. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, Ms. You can. You, you know, Marlon, I'm going to start calling you Mr. Days After Dark. I like that better. <laughs> Marlon, you're the first man that I've heard say it was okay for his woman to have male friends. Oh yeah, while I'm in a relationship. Yeah, I, I, that don't bother me at all. At all, clubhouse is gonna crash right now, <laughs> and lightning's gonna strike. <laughs> Right, MD? Right out of order? I can, I can totally agree with Marlon, but I agree in some senses. <laughs> All right, talk to us. What, what Talk what? to us, Altada. Break it down for us. Well, I mean, um, longstanding friendships, longstanding relationships, um, it's, it's okay because boundaries have been set previously, and it's, it's kind of to be respected. But some somebody new, I think most men test those boundaries, test those limits, mm-hmm. and they they do see what they can get out of it. Hmm. So let me ask you a question. Uh, hold, hold on a second there. One second, Marlon. Hold on. I'll talk to you. So let me ask you this. When a man approaches a woman, is he always approaching her? with the intent to have something physical or build an intimate relationship? It's never platonic. It's never like, you know, just my friend. No, it's always seen in a sexual way first. Not always. Okay. No, but that, that also goes back to that, that particular individual's mindset and how their approach does come. Because whether people um, choose to believe, um, admit it or not, men are like that. They're just natural hunters. If they approach in the sense of um, being platonic, but then there is um, flirting going on, mm-hmm. they will their mind frame will switch, and then they will see what they can try to get out of it, honestly. Hmm. Okay. Most... Most, most. Go, Go ahead, ahead okay. No, no, no. I was just going to say um, the question you asked if most men um, think about having sleep sex. with a woman. Most, yeah. Sex. First. I would say the high percentage of men is like that. Okay. The first okay. thing in your head when they meet a woman is sex, especially if you look good. 
There is nothing else. And then you and they, they are going to try. Some of them is going to find a way to say something or be sneaky with it and try. And then then you as a woman, as I say, you know, shut it down from early. And once you shut it down from early, then they know there's no, there's, there's nothing here. But if you allow them to keep going and, and, and saying certain things, you know, touching you, you probably think it's a joke. But for them, it's like, oh, so if she let me go this far, I wonder how far she let me go. Because a lot of us men don't know boundaries. A lot of us don't. You know, and a lot of us don't like to hear that no or ego or whatever it is. So um it's a high percentage. I, I don't I can't put a number in the percentage, but it's a lot of us. The first thing they think of is sex. Okay. Yeah, I, I totally agree with Marlon and that's that's the perception. Um it is basically kind of strictly up to the woman to set those boundaries. And even sometimes, depending on the men, there is, like Marlon said, there's a high percentage. And beyond that, once those boundaries are put up, it's an even higher percentage of those men that will just stick around and to see how, how they can break that, that glass. There is, um, I, uh, I watch these little reels on with these interviews going on TikTok and, and Facebook. And a lot of women say they have best um, male best friends that they talk to, they confide in. And the people go and say, well, let's test that theory if they're just your platonic best friends. And you'll be surprised about the number of men that go on to say, I've been waiting for this shot. Wow. They just stick around for that. I've seen that. I've seen those. Wow. <laughs> yeah. seen so, so it's true. That's. That's why I say you have, as the women, you have to put those boundaries up and let it be known clearly that if you're interested, yes. If you're not, no. And if he cannot respect that, what it is, he's not really your friend in the first place. I know um, just being a man and the, the line of work that I was in, you hear the locker room talks, even at 20 to, 20 to 40, 50 year old men with the same kind of mindset that they are still just around to see. And they're not there just to, just to be your friend. They will use lines like, you know, I'm here for you. You could talk to me at any time. Mm. Yeah. You'll be, I hear it all the time and it's there. How, how does it go? Um, a shoulder look, Cry on. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Marlon? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Stay. boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. All right, go ahead, Javet. Wow. Mm. So, here come. Oh, MD, go ahead. I want to hear from another man before I say what I got to say. Go ahead, MD. Yeah, so I think I'm on the planet by myself right now um, as I listen to this, um, only because. I'm I'm just gonna go back into the annals of human history. Um, when when you look at this thing called attraction, attraction doesn't necessarily means that if I'm attracted to you, I'm only attracted to you so that I can have sex with you. Um, there is such a thing as 
attraction we we have different type of attraction there are for example there are people who are psychosexual that are turned on by someone's ability um to to stimulate them mentally right there so there's different type of attraction just like there's a sexual attraction now you may begin a relationship with one kind of attraction and it evolves into something else as you get to know the person spending time with that person feelings are not involved it might become that but to say that um all relationships are solely between a man and a woman based all on that one thing i, I don't think it's uh, it's accurate at all and there's really no science to back that up okay no go ahead Altada. go right ahead go ahead i, I think you're um it's, that's not exactly what i was referring to we were referring to just those men that are basically preying on a situation or or waiting for that to take place. There, there are plenty of men and women that can be and are just plutonic friends, but the major, we're referring to the majority of, of those men that um, are just waiting for their chance. Mm. Ah. Yeah, I agree. So, and go ahead, Ms. Javette, go ahead. My pushback and if I if we didn't have this conversation again, I might have been dreaming it. So it's just happening right now. Is that my problem? That a man is sitting back waiting. No. Is that supposed to be my problem, men? No, Why not at all. My significant no. other doesn't want me to have a relationship with a man because your thought process is. Most men are just sitting and waiting for me to mess up so I can step in there and get that. When I think sometimes when people think like that, you're belittling the woman and her mind and what she may want or what she's going to act upon. That our mindsets are so small that anything someone throws at us, we're going to fall for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yield. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, mean, I, I, I don't quite think that's what we were saying, Mr. Vett. I think what we're saying is not the woman that is is the one that we're, ta- we're referring to. It's solely on the man and their mind frame. Because there's plenty of women that are, that are pretty much good with just having the platonic friends. Mm-hmm. What we're referring to is the, the consistent line stepping by those individual men let's say if you, yeah you have this friend and let's say if so it's a co-worker or someone that you met through friends um and you become you 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 start a friendship but the consistency of let's say you're texting or conversating and those innuendos that keep coming at you although you say this is a boundary this is a line please do not cross it mm-hmm and you continue on with your conversations on a daily or weekly basis, and the indie windows and the habitual line stepping continues. So we're not talking. I'm I'm particularly not talking about the women. I'm just talking about from the man's um, standpoint. Is he really respecting you if he continues to do that? Is he really your friend? 
Okay. I see what you're saying, Alta. That part I understand. That's what, right. I'm, saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I have a friend. We've been friends how many years now, Marlon? He's like almost like my best friend. Um, mm, long time. Forever. Before my time. Way before your time. And I've known you, what, 20 years now. So I want to say 30, I want to say 30 plus years. Never, never, ever, 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 ever has he ever made any um, or given any indication or anything like that. And people might think we're weird. Yeah, people might say, well, that's your friend and he has never tried. Never, never had had any conversation along those lines. Um, We've known each other both um, in our single phases. He's the type of person that you'll, he'll call you two o'clock in the morning and you'll be on the phone talking and cutting up. will pop up at your house. Just come to see if you're okay. You're okay. All right, good. Gone. Um, he, we're, we're both on our, well, he got, we both got married around the same time. Then um, we're both, you know, well, I'm on my second marriage. He never got remarried. But, you know, all of his relationships, I know about them. And um, I remember my mom <laughs> saying to me, you sure you aren't the problem? This is with one of his relationships where he and the person broke up. And she, I'm like, hell no, Mm-mm, not at all. But um, it is possible for you to have a male friend and it's strictly platonic. They're not waiting in the wind. They've never put any type of conversation nothing not it's they're there you know they are there and those you cherish <laughs> right um yeah uh, it's not many it's not many men like out there like that though yeah not many Ooh, it's not look it's not many it's a very low 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 it's not looking <laughs> something from you yeah you know more majority of us is trying to as as other artists say, waiting for that day for you and your husband to fight, and come on, come cry on my shoulder, <laughs> you know, and try to slip in, slip something in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. It happens. It does. I've heard the stories. It, it does. Yeah, it it happens. Does. No, I I know it happens, but again, I'm still gonna put more of that on a woman than a man. All right. All right. Okay, Crystal, I see you opened your mic. Welcome. Go right ahead. I have never had a man as a friend. Really? Who didn't want to hit. Who didn't want to hit. Yeah. You know, um, they're, they're friends because I friend them. You know, I put them in the friend zone, not because that's where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, even my brother's friends to this day, we just met some guy that we supposedly grew up with he was a little older than myself and he was he was smitten yesterday i just met the man you know i hadn't seen him i guess and he said he didn't remember me as a kid and i didn't remember him but he he was like hey you know he got really very excited and um all my brother's friends they would like to hit it every Mm. last one um the guys that I met that I friend zone, you know, they they stick around, 
but I don't have, they're not my friends anymore, you know? I, I haven't had any male friend who stuck around for years waiting in the wings. My husband told me that um, some of his friends, now I knew they were flirting, you know, they flirted with me, to me, in front of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, I thought it was just innocent. So, you know, I thought we were just playing. So, you know, everyone, it, it was okay. But later, um, a few years back, my husband told me that, you know, they really wanted to get with me. They were real, they were serious. Okay. I'm like, really? I'm like who? Who the new? But no, I don't. I don't know any. Right now, I have no ma- the male friends I have here is on Clubhouse. There you go. <laughs> Where you don't see them, right? Right. <laughs> Not as though that will stop anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, thank you everyone for sharing your thoughts and that. Here's another thing that we need to stop doing: trying to fix and mother him ladies if you are doing that what you're doing is destroying your relationship do not try to fix him do not try to mother him you you know that song by uh keisha cole um you can't raise a man yeah well for a man to feel safe with us he needs to know that he can be who he is at his core If we try to fix him or mother him, we are emasculating him and he will not feel safe. When we engage in fixing or mothering behavior, we are uh, telling him that it is not, I'm sorry, we're telling him that he's doing something wrong and we know what is best for him. We're telling him that it is not safe to be who he is because we want him to be someone different. You can't change the person. Do, ladies, let me ask you the question. Would you want a man to change who you are? No. 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 So why are we trying to change them? I need examples from a man. All right, men, step up. Have you ever been in a situation where a woman is trying to fix you, to mold you into what she wants you to be, her ideal of what you should be? Have you ever been in that kind of situation? Don't y'all speak at once now? Let me see. Let me start at the top. Marlon, have you ever been in that situation? So somebody's trying to fix me for their... Trying to make you how they want you. Change yeah, who you a... are. Yeah, they're trying to give me a BBL so I can... Um, <laughs> you know, the car can you be serious for a second, Marlon? <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't with you today. <laughs> No. Um, yes, they're trying to. I, let, 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 let me put it like this: It's nothing wrong if a woman trying to let you change certain things about yourself for the good. Because sometimes we don't realize what we're doing, or you know, or conversation, or how we speak, or how we dress. 
if a woman coming into your life and trying to, and they do it in a good way and say, hey, you know, um, I like I like when you wear a suit going out to church or something, and you know, that's okay. But if you're trying to just come and just want me to change everything about me and tell me, you know, with friends and your friend is not good enough, my friends is the only friend you should have, or um, leave your family behind and, and, and stick to my family. Um, and this is stuff I, I went through. So I'm not just talking in general. I just, this is my past. And it's not it's not good where somebody trying to just change you. Let me change on my own with certain things. Don't tell me I can't go to the strip club. Don't tell me I can't go to Hooter. Don't tell me that's bad for me. There was a prostitute or okay, I love prostitutes and hoes <laughs> because I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Don't wow. tell me <laughs> I can't go there. He, he really me. getting that title tonight. He ain't playing. <laughs> oh my god! Let me go and let me decide when I'm ready to stop going. Mm-hmm. But and the more you tell me not to do it, the more I'm gonna want to do it. Right. I guess I'm like a kid. The mother yeah, part, yeah, yeah. You rebel. Okay, thank you for sharing, Marlon. Appreciate that, Dre. Can you speak? Dre probably can't speak. James? Dre don't want to speak. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Javet hit it on the head. <laughs> I know him already. I've been in a room, what has been, a year and something now? Yeah, okay. Um, remember, it's, off, it's, it's after 10 o'clock, so I can't speak. <laughs> But the truth is this, we need to get out of that mindset. Women, if you're doing it, stop it. No man wants to be treated like a child in the relationship. If that were the case, he would stay at home with his mother. All right? He doesn't need you t- he doesn't need you to time him, tell him when to go, when to come back, who were you with, and giving him the 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 um what what would you call it? 20 questions he doesn't need that right he's he wants a friend a lover not a mother right nothing is wrong with looking after your man don't get me wrong nothing is wrong with being concerned hey babe are you okay but not where are you why aren't you home yet and when he gets home uh uh-uh you're five minutes late. You should have been home already. I checked the traffic and there was no accidents. Why are you just strolling up in here? Let me get your phone. Let me smell your drawers. Uh, no, stop. Stop. You don't need to oh. be in a relationship if you're going to be doing that with a man. Go right well, You ahead. know, I have a friend right this minute going through that where she, she want to get into her husband's phone so bad. <laughs> she might be shocked. She, she might find what she's <laughs> she, looking for. And she can't get into it. And she gets so upset because she, she think he's cheating. And, uh, and she wants to get in his phone because that's because he's always on the phone. And, and I keep telling her, why you want to get in a man's phone? You might get in there and find something you're not supposed to find. And it's going to cause you more pain. Mm-hmm. Why don't you ask him to, you know, go to him. Don't take his phone up and go in the bathroom and try to unlock it. 
you know, and you know, you know, you can't unlock it. Ask him, are you cheating on me? Or ask him for the pin code or whatever, you know. But she's insists not asking him. She just want to get the phone and trying to unlock. It. And she's been trying for a year and she can't get into it. Well, she need to give it up but or give up the man. Stop wasting the that's time. A, that's too much know, stress. If that's I, too mm-hmm. much stress. But you see, they've been together for right, 10, 12 years. And I think right now, what, what what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't think it's love anymore. I just think she's, um, what's the word? She's, she's not. Obsessed. Comfort. She's, it's, she's comfort. It's not comfort. obsessed. It's, it's comfort. Yeah. What, what happened is it's her security blanket, right? Exactly. That cushion. And if it gets yanked away, she's going to spiral downward, meaning not out of love and emotional distress. No. It's how, how is she going to survive? And a lot of women end up in those kind of relationships. They're not there because they love the man truly. They're there because they love what he can do for them. And that's not good. You need to be able to be with somebody that you can love. And everything else will fall in place. If you're only focused on, well, he pays the mortgage, he pays my car note, he pays the bills. I don't have to work. I can go shopping. I can live this type of lifestyle. And that's all you're focused on. You're not. A relationship is not for you. It's not. You're wasting your time and you're wasting his time. Because you don't want him. But as I said to her too, what if he finds out he's trying to get on his phone? It's going to be a a whole different kind of chaos. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if that's for you, just be honest with him and talk to him. And, you know, and if you don't, if, and my thing is though, if you don't trust someone you're with, leave. Exactly. If I can't trust you, I can't be with you. That's just me personally. That's so sad. just go, go, whatever. I, I'd but, be long gone if it was me. But as a married couple, she she should be able to just ask him for the phone. Yeah, because what happened is, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think she used to. I, I have a feeling she used to able to get into his phone. I but that. I think she, I think she screwed up. Yeah, I think she went in there and saw saw a couple of messages or you know texts or whatever phone call, and he was always on the phone, and she. I, I, well, this is what I know. I know she ended up calling one of his friends. Don't call me. And that's why she, she don't, she don't have, she don't have access anymore because he, she called one of his friends. She crossed the line. She crossed, and this friend, nothing was, well, as far as I know, nothing was going on. Right. But, um, she kind of messed up a, a, a friendship with, for him and for, well, everything is messed up. Put it like that. Uh. Don't call me because you ain't going to like what I'm going to tell you. Any woman pick up the phone and call me and tell me that they saw my number in their man's phone. Oh, I'm going to tell you everything you don't want to hear. Don't do it. Your prob- I'm not your problem. The man that you are with, that's your problem. But them said, don't know who to frighten, right? You take on who you think you can manage. I'm not the one. 
Oh, call me, my dear. Call me. You're going to get the time of your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to get it. Respect boundaries. It's so important. You have to respect boundaries. Right? I mean, I have the pin number to Marlon's phone. Marlon knows the pin number to my phone. Have we used each other's phones? Yes. Have we ever picked up each other's phones and said, let me see what, let me see who you texting, who you call? No. It's called respect and it's called, it's called trust. That's it. Respect and trust. And if, as Marlon said, if I can't trust him, I don't need to be with him. And if he can't trust me, he does not need to be with me. The other thing that wrecks a relationship or wrecks a person in a relationship is having an agenda. Genuine relationships are based on authentic connections. You have to have an authentic connection with the person you're with, not based on trying to get something from someone. When our goal is to get something instead of to connect we are using and objectifying the other person. We typically think of objectification as the way that men use women for sex, but women objectify men too. When we're trying to get something from a man, be it a date or a compliment or a commitment, instead of focusing on connecting with him, we are objectifying him. Focus on the person. Make the person be who you're interested in, not what you want them to do for you or what you can get out of them. Vice versa. Men, same thing for you. Do not objectify women. Don't do that. Don't keep her around only because she gives good head. Don't do that. What else is there? Why are you stringing her along? Just for sex? She's not an object. Let her go. All right? Stop tying each other up. It's not necessary at all. Okay, so we're going to take it. Oh, 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 here's the other one that I want to um, definitely bring up before I take another quick break, because when we get back, we have in a day's lacking appropriate boundaries, folks. We just, well, you know, we spoke about it. We've been talking about boundaries. You have to respect each other's boundaries. A man needs to feel that we're solid within ourselves. He needs to know that we have the emotional maturity necessary to clearly express our needs. Goes back to what you say, um, what you just said, Dre. Ask him for the PIN number. Don't take up his phone trying to figure out, let me see, is it his birthday, his mother's birthday? If he has kids, let me see if it's one of them birthday. And you, you, you're going crazy. Respect boundaries. Whatever it is that you need, ask. Ask for it. And guess what? Asking doesn't mean that you are going to get what you ask for. And I think that's something we have to understand. We cannot have this air or sense of entitlement about us in a relationship. Remember, we're individuals. 
we don't we, we what do we say woman a man should never go in a woman's handbag isn't that what we say And we would freak out if we saw our man digging through our bag, wouldn't we? Respect boundaries, right? I know someone opened their mind. Go right ahead. Oh, go ahead, Marlon. Go ahead, Marlon. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to pose the question before you go take a break. Mm hmm. So the um, everybody, well, mostly men in the room, mm -hmm. but to everybody, if it's men, if you are paying a woman's rent, are you entitled? Are you, should you get a key for your apartment? Need a key anywhere me appear rent for? <laughs> oh, yeah, talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even that's not even a question. If me get no, have a key, I ain't no, paying rent there. She, 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 <laughs> is you, your name you, on the lease, Dre? You live Well you well no rent is not paying. Life. You talking about and this is this is your this is your little side piece and you're paying the rent for her. Do you think you're entitled to a key? Side piece? Yeah. This is uh, not your main chick. This is a side piece. Do you think you're entitled to a key because you're helping her with the rent or paying most of the rent? Well, that would be the nature of the relationship with the side piece. Okay. If, 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 yeah, if it's a, <laughs> if it's just my side piece, I guess. But if it's just a side piece, just like that, and just someone that I, I'm helping, nah. It, it depends on the nature of the relationship. Hmm. Okay, I got you. No, because I, 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 I know some friends that they. Some men are like, I have to get a key. I have to have a key. Your name not a man. At least you not get no key. So Sorry. that's why I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking a question. But all right, cool. And ladies, would you give a man a key if he asks for your, if he, if he's happy with the rent, and he asks you for a key for his house or the apartment, his house? You live it's not his. No, 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 your house. No, no, no. <laughs> well, he's paying the rent, so that now nah, this messy. <laughs> um. Would Would you give him a key? To it your, depends. To your apartment? Depends on how I feel about him. He's not yeah. entitled to a key. I'm sorry. Go ahead, ladies. Let me be quiet. I agree with you. I I, I think I should this open mic as well. I I think it depends on how I feel about the person, but it, it's not necessary. I don't, I don't necessarily feel that I'm you know I have to give him a key. Or what? Mm -hmm. No, I, I just I don't know, Javette. Go ahead. That's just my short answer. No, I don't feel he's entitled to a key. I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> the, the, the already no. I don't. I don't feel that he is entitled to it. But it depends on the relationship. You understand? So mm -hmm. if I, I do certain situations, of course you want. You know, certain people you're gonna give a key. But I don't feel that if he's helping me with rent, he's entitled to a key. Or do you give him a key with stipulation? Just don't, just don't pop up at my house. No, sir, Managi. See, the thing is, Managi, no key with no stipulation. You understand? We don't want no, no emotional type of visit. I mess with my whole show, right? So, <laughs> a key with stipulation. Nah, I cannot. That doesn't even make sense in my brain. Marlon, how are you asking this question? When you own the house and didn't even have a key to the very house oh, that you own. Oh, right. <laughs> He's grown. That's that. <laughs> well, 
You know, you know how many times in when I used to live in Atlanta, I had to sit outside and wait for everybody to come home for me to get into my own house. I couldn't. I didn't have a damn key to get in. The kids, the kids have key. And I Moments you did that to your husband. That's so, so true. That is so true. I forgot about that. And he was paying the bills. What type of frackinacker? <laughs> and guess what? He still don't have a key to the house we live in now. I sure don't. Oh, man. Wrong person to pick you up from the airport if no one's home. <laughs> we just got to sit in the car and wait. Yeah, sit in car. Chit chat for a minute. She take advantage of you, Mr. Dave, at the dark. Listen. I, I have good reason. If not, Marlon, you're gonna listen. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna put me out there like that. Make it look as though I have this control over you. No, I do not. You're not having a key. Um. Oh, Javette, your mic. You're not having a key in Georgia was because you were over the road most of the time, and you're like, no, I don't need it because you're picking me up anyway. So it does. I don't need to have the key. All right, cool, no problem. Um. Here we don't need a key to get in the house. So we don't use keys to get at the house. So you don't have a key. <laughs> Let, let's just. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to clear it up nice. Anyway. Otado. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of that PTR. <laughs> Blink twice, Marla. Blink twice. He don't need no key. Oh, daughter, he don't need no key. We all get in the house without a key. He don't need no key. Scan your hand. You'll get in the house. But uh, anyway, final thoughts. The more we work on bettering ourselves, the better our relationships will be. Just as we can never make a relationship work with an emotionally unhealthy partner, a relationship will never work if we are emotionally unhealthy ourselves. You know, I'm glad I'm reading this because i said this just the other day there are so many broken people in relationships you have to heal yourself before you venture into a relationship with someone and i know rosolo spoke about this um when we started um days after dark in the early days of days after dark and we had a session on it you have to fix who you are before you get into another relationship. Whatever hurt you're going through, whatever trauma, whatever pain, you're not being fair because you can take a perfectly good person and ruin them and destroy them because of what you're bringing into that relationship and projecting on them. And I'm speaking to both men and women. If you're coming out of a relationship where the man cheated on you, ladies, don't go into the next one thinking that this man is cheating on you. He doesn't get home by a certain time. He doesn't answer your call the minute you, you know, you call him. Um, oh, well, he must be cheating. You can't do that because what you're going to do is destroy a good person. So too men not because the woman you were with before didn't want to do anything 
kept the place dirty, kept the place nasty. And then at the sign of a glass in the sink, you're automatically going to go and think she's just like the other person you were with. No. Do not bring your past relationships, your past trauma into your new relationship. It is better to be alone than to create tension and create a toxic environment for someone who is not accustomed to toxicity. You yourself shouldn't want to be in a toxic situation, right? So let us remember that we're not going to weaponize each other's past. We're not going to be emotionally reactive. We're not going to punish each other. We don't always need to be each other's number one priority 24-7. We're not here to fix anybody and mother or father anybody. We need not have an agenda. Let us make the purpose of the relationship be about the individual wanting to connect with them, know them, and let us see to it that we respect boundaries. All right. The foundation of any relationship is trust and safety, folks. It is established and maintained when both parties demonstrate kindness, compassion, and respect, along with a healthy dose of grace and forgiveness. I'm going to take a quick music break, and when we come back, we're going to have In a Days with Rosolo and Marlon. Here is Savage Garden with I Knew I Loved You.
If you're just tuning in to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're with us here on Clubhouse, please see to it that you click on the greenhouse at the top, join the club, follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Javette Rosolo and Marlon Sinet had to leave. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on Internet Radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space in a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. That was Savage Garden. Beautiful song. All right, Rosolo, are you ready for In Eight Days? Yes, I am. Guess, I am, Moment. Guess what? You're going to kill me. Hold on. You don't have my music? You I don't have, have your music. Thing. I have your music. Don't kill me. <laughs> I got your music. Thank you. Thank you. I thought Thank I lost you. it. <laughs> all right let me go, go ahead. ahead you lost it i have it <laughs> all right okay okay <laughs> all right it's time to, for you and marlon to take it away this segment ladies and gentlemen is in a day's relationship advice go ahead rose solo do your thing thank you moments thank you moments marlon are you ready i hope so okay pick a number one or two huh <laughs> I know. <laughs> Last time you said one, two, three. I know. So now pick it's two. two. Yeah, I, I, I know. Go, I I go with. Uh, I go with two. I like. I, I like. I like everything in two. Oh Lord, okay. have okay. mercy! <laughs> I know. I, I I was trying to ask in a different way, but there's no other way to ask you that simple question. You just have a somebody mind. He does. Anyway. <laughs> Here we go. So mother has kept identity of son's father a secret. Okay. And this is brought to us by you express. So 30 years ago, I had an affair with quote unquote, Roger, a married man. We worked together and fell in love. At the time, Roger was married with three children. My husband and I were separated and I had one son. The 15 year old age gap between us didn't matter to me. I admired him. Roger was soft-spoken, intelligent, and a gentleman. He was of Christian faith, so when he decided to divorce his wife, his partners held an intervention and bought out 
his equity in the company, which forced him to move out of state. Roger was a great person and struggled with the thought of leaving his family. I understood, and we parted ways. I kept informed about him as much as possible over the years, but never contacted him, and we lived in different states. When he left, I was pregnant, but I didn't tell him because so much was going on, and I didn't want the baby to be a tool. I had a son, reconciled with my husband, and never told a soul. Eight years after that, my husband and I divorced. Although I tried, I never found the courage to reach out to Roger. Five years ago, I visited the state where he lived. I even went to his office, but did not reach out. I recently had several dreams about him and couldn't stop thinking of him. They seemed so real. I looked Roger up online and found out he died a year ago. I'm devastated and feel guilty for not giving my son the opportunity to know his father. Roger has other children. At this point, should I let them know or should I just leave everything alone? My biggest fear is causing pain to his wife. She's a good person and doesn't deserve this. Signed, Holding Many Secrets. Wow. You know, I'm, a, I'm always going to go with the truth. You know, it, it hurts. But I think she should let her son know who her father is, who his father is. Mm-hmm. And um, deal with it from there. I think she's been... <laughs> I don't want to use selfish, but somewhat being, um, I guess, selfish. Um, not telling him who the biological father is. And... She, I, I understand where she's coming from as well because she don't want to hurt him or she don't want to cause a ruckus in the, in the other family and, his, right. and, the, pers- and this, the man's wife because, you know, but this is, what, 30 years ago? That's, that's what it is? 50, 20 years ago? So when, she when, when, said when, 30 years ago she old. had the affair. So the, the, the son is about the 30 years, yeah, if 29, yeah. 30. I think she should tell the son. I think she just be honest and deal with the consequence what comes with it. Because she she'd been keeping a secret for so long and I believe she just need to I think it's weighing her down because she's right. holding on that all that secret. So I think she just let it let it out, let it be and deal with the consequence later on. That's my opinion and that's that that's my advice to her. Let's just let it out. Anybody else wanna I agree. I agree that she should tell the truth. And, you know, you mentioned his family is starting to ruckus, but there's also her ex-husband who believes he's his child's father. Yeah. What about that? That that too. That too. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's... I think everybody needs to know. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about, Rosolo? What? And this is this is something that has happened in real no seriously this is real life where someone didn't find out the truth until the child was sick and needed blood something yeah or it was an organ I can't remember and it was at that point with the child facing death that the father found out that he was not the father of that child so. What is it going to take for this child to be sick? This man, yes, he's 30 now, to be sick. And then, okay, let's get your dad. And then the dad comes in and, uh, 
uh, you're not the father because the DNA yeah. doesn't match up. I think it's more devastating then. Yes, it's going to be hard. We're going to have to let the chips fall where they may. And you're not, if she's not wanting to tell anybody, now that's being selfish. That's being selfish. I can, I would say, tell my husband, let my husband at least know the truth. And then we both decide how to move forward from there. But she has to tell somebody. I can understand if me and my husband made the decision not to tell the, the, um, the widow. I can understand that. But at the same time, she needs to know too. She, you know. But this is her ex and this is her ex-husband now. And the son need to know his siblings too. Everybody needs to know. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Needs to know he just, he just don't. These show. secrets don't. I don't know why we we have a side that feels that these type of secrets are okay. You don't. You know. You just. Why do you hide a child's parent? Unless I, you know, I get it if it was someone who you know gave away their rights, right? Or mm-hmm. you know, sometimes in adoptions it happens, or right. it was a bad parent, but. It was through, and I get it. You made a mistake, and this child came from this mistake. I get it. I totally, totally get it. But it was apparent that you still were in love with the gentleman Roger, all this time, mm-hmm. because you know you you just struggled with going to see him. If, if if you went to where he worked, then what was the point of going to where he worked if you weren't going to reach out to him? So that that was a struggle that you dealt with. But Roger didn't know how. How is that fair? He didn't know he had a son out there. Yeah. Check the chat. Um, Sula said um, he needs to know, yeah, before he ends up dating a sister of his. That's true. Things like these have happened. And, that is true. Yeah. It happened. Yeah. And, and Dre, I agree with you, Dre. A child should always know who their biological father is. Yes. Yeah. She, she, I think she's being selfish, Rosola. I'm sorry. Very selfish. She's very, and she's been selfish for 30 years, obviously. It's very selfish. And it's getting to the point now where you're literally running out of time. Is you know we we all we have an, a, a time clock. You know we have it. Yeah, we, literally. We, have an, we literally do. And so it, it, there's no reason to keep this from the the. If if people get upset, you can have to deal with it. Yeah, you should the same the same anger and frustration that you probably would have dealt with thirty years ago, and it would have passed by, and everyone would have been fine now. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with it because it's just not fair to anyone. The only person you're saving is in this situation is yourself, and it's not fair. You're being selfish. I agree. Anyone else have any comments? On what's her name? Let's see what she signed it. Holding many secrets. She's not holding. You're not holding many. You're holding one. One big one. <laughs> I don't mean to be mean. You know, she you're holding a big one. one. No, she has many. It's many because... She has this child who doesn't know who his father is. The husband doesn't know the son isn't his, number two. And there's this widow who doesn't even know that there's another. The husband, fair, yeah. Yeah, so she shares quite a few secrets hanging on to. At this point, what is it going to, I'm not going to say prove. What's the point at this point of telling her, telling the son? The son. What's the point of telling everybody at this point? Well, I think if she don't tell everybody, at least the son needs to know. That's that's what I think. I think the son needs to know whether and the dad is the father or not. 
what if there's what what if there's a health issue at hand find out what he died from what if he died from something that um is hereditary she could find that out without telling anybody well you're saying the vet let sleeping dogs lie and don't cause a little confusion yeah. at this time of his life yeah that's hard though Javel. i think i think something like this can be so detrimental to certain people and at this state at this date time and age where any little thing seems to set people off and throw them into depression mm. I, I you got to think about all of that with everybody every player on this chess game it'd be different if it was a if he was young i i do feel if he was younger like still you know preteen whatever but this is a 30-year-old man now. Mm-hmm. So you don't think if she say something, it, it, it take a weight off her shoulder? Because she, she's carrying this baggage right now, this weight. Do you think she it's best to, for her to just release it? She need to write it down, burn it, pray to her gods, whoever they are, if she has any, burn it and bury it and keep it moving. Because the only person that this is going to help is going to be her. She's going to be able to release that that feeling that she's been holding on. She's the only person that's going to get released in this situation. Everybody else is going to get stuff dumped on top of them now. Mm. I see what you're saying, Javette, mm. but I still, I think what Sula said has um, resonated with me and the thought of that. Um, he goes out there, meets his sister, gets married, and then has a child with a handic with a handicap. And then they find out, oh, oh, you know, you two have the same DNA, right? How is that possible? Then now I'm gonna go to my mom, uh, mother. What's going on? I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I get it, Javette. And, I, you know, let the sleeping dogs lie. Leave well enough alone. But at some point, it is going to hurt somebody. At some point, the truth is going to come out at some point. It's bound to. Somebody knows, Somebody else knows. It's just a matter of time before they blurt it out. I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm -mm. I don't think anyone else knows. I don't think that either. I don't think, I think this is a secret that she could have held on to because she was separated from her husband. So the affair happened during the separation. She can easily say the child was her husband's. Oof. Marlon. Mm -hmm. So those two boys that you have, I don't know who the mother is. Me neither. <laughs> So, I don't know what to tell yeah, you with that crack of that. They ain't mine. So. They ain't mine either. Uh, so, I don't know what you're going to do, what you're going to do about know. that. They probably, probably blunk your road, Mr. Red. Probably. But um, I don't know who the mother is. I'm letting you know now. <laughs> they were solos. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! So yeah, so I guess the the we have a, a 
different views, and I, I, I can, I understand Javette's point as well. Why go on? Because he's thirty years old. Why even bother? Him? What do you find out though? You said moments. You said that it would. It's bound to come out. Is it bound to come out? How many people die not knowing certain things True. about themselves? True. You don't think husband might even have a doubt in his his mind? Hmm. You think some exactly. men question it, Dre? Exactly. Some men look at the child and say, but hold on, something is off here. You look like our friend. Like my neighbor's what, two boys stuck. look like Marlon more and more every time I see them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> every time I look at them, I'm like, why that boy look like Marlon so much? <laughs> You're so disgusting, I swear. Oh my gosh. I'm so but, even, but even the son probably have doubts of something is not. He must feel something is not right. Why would know? he feel anything is that's the whole thing? How would the? I get what because I get what Javette's saying because I, I know someone know how would they know if she's the only one that knows how would he know? Well, Tasha has made another yeah. valid point in the chat. She says um, she may confess and the son ends up resenting her. That's her only child. Well, that's that's something that's a I get it, and that's what you're gonna saying. Why cause yeah. the pain? Yeah, why cause more pain? Mm -hmm. Suffering silence. Yeah, but the son might find out and resent her too. Yeah. What would you want, Dre? Okay. Let, let me ask you a question, Dre. Put yourself in this situation, and you are the son. What would you want? Oh, I know, my daddy. I want to know. And how would you react? So. Your mother, I come to you and I say to you, um, Dre, there's something I need to tell you. You know, there's a secret that I've kept from you all these years. And I think it's time you, I, you know, I let you know. Um, Marlon is not your dad. Um, Alta Order is your father. I, w I would have more respect for you just letting me know because that's a secret you could have kept. And at least... I know. If I find out for myself, I probably would hate you. Hmm. If you hmm. let me know, yes, it will hurt. But I would like to know who my real father is. And what if that's, I that's told just you? Me. And then what if I say to you, "Well, your dad is no longer with us." Yeah, that part. I have to think about that part. That's gonna hurt. But, yeah, that yeah, part is gonna, gonna hurt. hurt. Like gonna you should have told me a little that. sooner, but yeah, I I would still want to know. That's where that's where the resentment comes when when you hear that part and there's nothing you can do now. You know this secret that she's been keeping for years, but you can't even build a relationship with the person, meet the person, you know, go stalk the person if you want to because they're no longer here. So I think that's where the resentment comes in. Well, Altada um, says he agrees with Javette. Uh, Crystal says it's best that she tells the son. Sula says well, she can tell him when she's about to die, maybe, or even what, what if she gets sick and has dementia or and ends up confessing due to her sickness. I mean, all that is, I mean, I, I can, I, I understand the, the situation where my father was a Rolling Stone, no joke, and um, later in his years, it's not funny, mute your mic. Later in his years, I'm going to be very candid right now. Later, in his, in his, he he admitted to having other children, and I'll tell you exactly how it went. I was pregnant with my um one of my children, one two, my number two, my son, my only son, favorite son, and um my dad was seeing this lady, and 
his wife and the lady got into some kind of um, argument. And yes, I said wife and lady. Hold on, which and, wife? Um, his, his, the, Miss P, the last one. Okay, and the okay, lady, remember? Right, okay. Oh, the lady, the that, well, he was seeing okay. the lady. Yeah, the last wife. And remember, okay. the late, they were all a, a thing together, a threesome type of thing. And so um, they got into some argument at a place of business. And she called me and she was like, you know, this happened. And of course, I don't care. I'm pregnant. I don't really care. I never cared before. I don't care now. And she said, you know, I'm pregnant. I mean, I'm, this happened. Um, we got in an argument, you know, and I know all your siblings. And when she said all, oh, it sounds like a lot. I'm like, I don't know. She said, you know, I know your sister in Trinidad and your sister in Toronto. And I know your sister in Maryland. I said, wait, hold on. I don't have a sister in Maryland. She said, yeah, man, yeah, man. The one who did right. this and that, right? Right, right. So I, I call my sister in Trinidad and I'm like, you know, we have another sister. She said, yeah, one, one new, deaf, dumb, blind one in Trinidad. So that's another sister. And that's exactly how I said it. She said it. No, and so I'm just trying to tell the story quickly. And she said, yeah, we have, a, her name is Wendy. I'm like, no, no, no. This is a sister in, in Maryland. She's like, no, I'm not. I know some. So now I have, in one half hour, two additional sisters <laughs> that I don't know. Right? Right? So my sister, long story short, my sister comes from Trinidad, and we go and we see my dad. You know, she stays with my dad. And one night, we're, I'm like, I really need to understand what's happening. And these are my dad's exact words. I'll never forget to this day. Moments knows them well. He said, and I chuckle. <laughs> Well, you know, you know, I was a firefighter back then in Trinidad. And when I used to come back into Arima, you know, the city boy coming. And I was like, that's not even funny. So at the end of the night, we found out we had a total. It's nine of us where we thought it was four. We thought it was four. He had three children by three different women in one year. I have three siblings with the same birthday. The problem is I don't know some of them. So where I say this as a joke, I understand that you can <laughs> have siblings the out there. <laughs> you can have siblings out there and you don't know them. And that's, I would want to, I want to know my family. It's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling knowing that. So that was, that's my story. So. Exactly. That's like, I, it's all I true. It's all true. Like that. So I, I, I have an experience like that. So that's why I would want to know because I met my brother in the UK probably like like six years ago for the first time. And there's one brother that I haven't met yet, but I've spoken to. And it was a Facebook post that someone came on my dad's Facebook and said, Happy birthday, daddy. <laughs> and my sister oh my saw God. it. Oh my God. With the same last name and my sister saw it. And called my mom, and my mom was like, well, I know about this one and that one, but I don't know this person. And she called my dad, and he broke down. I was like, yeah, that one living man, and you have a brother in UK. So it was like, how many children you have all together? Wow. Right? We thought it was five. And he said, seven, and I swear, that's yeah. it. No more. I swear. <laughs> and I was like, okay cool but because of that incident i did get to meet my brother in england and and um build a connection so i want to know all my siblings i would if if well i'm not in that situation but i would in this situation i would have wanted to know my dad so that that's just me yeah i understand that feeling mm -hmm. out to order has been trying to talk come on out to order. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mr. <laughs> I, 
I'm, I agree with Mr. Javette. I, I have to say, let the sleeping dogs lie. I know everyone wants to know their family. Some some people are very family oriented, but I think this lady is in a um, no win situation because she kept the secret from both sides for so long. Now she, her, if she only has one child, that that child believes she is the world, and mom would do no wrong. And she comes out with this secret now. What if it just totally devastates and totally ruins the relationship that they have? And he's going to feel cheated out of 30-something years. And there's no way for him to ever make that up. Because this person is gone now. His biological father is gone. So the father that he knew growing up is technically his father because that's the only father he knew. So now you're going to say this relationship that he's built with this man has all been false. That kind of devastates the psyche as well. So I would say just let sleeping dog lie. His, the father that he knew growing up, that's his father. Wow. I, I see both perspectives i totally get what you and mr vet are saying but on the other side it's the other side it's not as though this this child is adopted it's not that that's uh i don't know i have two sisters that i know about (laughs) (laughs) and and don't two other sisters that i know about and don't even have like every time I even try to have a relationship, it's more what I can give to them. And I'm the oldest. Okay, I, I got do you. we do we have to know? Do we have to know our siblings? Like, what you're like seriously? Yeah, that's what <laughs> this is, well, some of us don't. Some no, of us don't. Yeah, do that. <laughs> then it can become a curse. Right. I mean, if you got ten of them, you, you that that's kind of different. Well, I think nine's up there, right? One, I mean, I'm sure there's one more somewhere out of order. You know, I mean, there's literally one that's three months older than me. Three, homeboy was the shit. Three months older than me. Hold a second, how he have time to have one three months older? Yo, my dad was my dad was up. Hold on, my my. Let me tell you something. And she knew. She knew. She knew. That's the sad part. My mom knew. My mom knew she didn't. I don't think she knew nine, but she knew the one that is three months older than me because he would bring her picture into the house and she would throw. I would always wonder why the frame was broken all the time. The picture was always broken. Wow. And it's because she was breaking that that damn picture every single time they got in the argument. You just hear the and it would all because he came and he brought the picture when she was now like we're both in high school, the girl, and we look just alike. It's just she's like a more Indian version of me, right? And my, I remember my husband saying to me at the time, my ex-husband, he said, he looked at the picture, he goes, you didn't, you didn't see anything when you looked at this picture? No, I wasn't looking at the picture for that. <laughs> now I look at the picture, I feel like an idiot, right? But I wasn't looking at the picture back then oh, for Jesus. that. I just know how I feel. And I, w- I get what you're saying. And I get, I understand in this particular situation, it would cause so much hurt. 
but I just never understood the psyche of doing that and not telling people that they have siblings or that they're that you know a parent is different. I don't understand that uh, because you take away so much from a person. You know, I have a sister that's three months older than me, and I don't know her. Wow. You know, that's it's just crazy. I met my sister when I was ten, ten years old, and she's we're seven months apart. Um, looks just like me. We're, we we were like twins. We dressed as matter of fact, we went to the prom together. Um, we dressed alike. So my dad has ten kids, ten kids, uh, four mothers, ten kids. So yeah, I think you should tell them. Forge, forge a friendship, forge a um, something with your family. At least, at least know who they are. Crystal, Tasha wants to know if you all have the same dad. We all have the same dad. Hey, no, meaning all of you in here have the same dad. Oh. <laughs> it was the way of the world back then. Well, you know. The way of the world. If you're, if you're a Welch, then, you, you know, come along. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to the family. Wow. Hey, you know what? I have like a. Well, those are my dad cousins, so I don't know what to call it, but those are my dad cousins, and they met some of their brothers and sisters at their dad's funeral. Hmm. Yes, there was a whole <laughs> nother family on the side of top. Uh, yeah, that, that, that man, that man, Ron Mandeville. So, that man has the, his family with my grand aunt. You know, I they, they had like a dental and a, and a doctor practice. But my grand aunt husband, he had an entire family on the other side of town. And they met as grown ass people at his funeral. <laughs> I, I don't know how he dodged that in that town for years. But yeah, My and he took care of together. he took care of them too. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, our, crazy. But uh, Rosola, our, our grandfather, grandfather, yeah, put he them had, together. He, he put them together. Homes, one house here, yep, and two one house there. Yeah, yep. Yep, kids all grew up together, both families. They, you know, one used to run to the other mother to come when another one is in trouble. It's quite psycho. It's, it's really crazy. Because <laughs> when I listen to the stories, I sit there and I'm like, what in the hell? Yeah. But that happened. He had both of them. One was at the top of the hill, one was at the bottom of the yeah. hill. And one had and only two children. The other one had the other I, children. And yep, I didn't know and I didn't all this until I was older. I mean, yes, you know, yep. they're your aunt and your uncle and everything. But it's when you start listening to the stories and you're like, what on Yeah, because you think aunt and uncle, you think same. You know, you don't, you don't look yeah. at, you know, well, that person isn't that person's father. So when you start, you realize that person isn't even related to me, you know, but, but, but you just know the person as your aunt or your uncle. And when you hear the stories, it's like, you really live, but I've seen it, the, the homes. I'm like, wow. Wow. Really at the top of the hill. Really. And my mom would tell stories of how she would run to, you know, the other the other mother. When my grandmother was going to spank her, she'd run down there for safety and, you know, spend a night with her siblings. So, <laughs> there's that. 
Yeah, that generation, okay. The same thing used to happen when my grandfather passed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's, 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 <laughs> I, I can't talk about it now, but even my own uncle trying to talk to his, sister. To talk to his sister and didn't know and it was his sister. Oh, that was his sister. It's a grown woman coming to the funeral, and he didn't even know that was, that was his sister. So it's crazy, but yeah, I think they should know. I mean, everybody. Here's how I look at it. He's thirty years old. He can't handle that. No, you can't say that. There, there's some good. You don't know a person's true. mental capacity, especially that's to Javette's point. Anything can trigger someone right now. That's so it true. depends on how he was, um, how he was raised. Maybe he always wanted siblings. You know, you never know. Yeah. And, and, but you know, you. It, I get that. I like. I like. I said before. I, I can understand exactly what. Javette and Alta Alta are saying, but being in it is something different. Being in it is something different. I, I want to, I mean, I just, for me, I mean, now it doesn't even, I don't even know. I just look for people who look like me and, and just, you know, pray. But wow, he said, he, 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 our, our advice was that he said, there's, there's only, I only had one brother and he passed. And that was when I went to turn that up, that one brother. He said, they're all girls, so I had nothing to worry about. That's how my. That's how he handled it. I said, "Suppose I meet my sibling and I, I'm, 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 I want to marry them or something." And I was married. He goes, "Oh well, you're all girls, so it doesn't matter." Wow. Sula put in the chat. Maybe I should add my two cents too. I have a brother I have yet to meet from my dad's side. I know of him, but he doesn't know I exist. But I'll leave it like that for now. Do you know, Sula, there are so many people in your situation. They know of a sibling, but the sibling doesn't know of them. Yeah. I can talk about my own situation with my, my, my two older children from my previous marriage. They have a sister. They met the sister once. Ask them what the sister's name is. They don't know. Do you remember you have a sister? Oh, we have a sister. Right now, if they saw her, they wouldn't know it's her. You know that saying, what you don't know won't hurt you. It's apropos right now. Ah, Boy, Javette, I feel everything you're saying. I really do. And I understand all the nuances and I see through them and I, I can appreciate them and respect them and say, yeah, you know, on one hand, yeah, leave it alone. But it's eating away. It has to be eating away still. Ah. It's only eating away that woman. She's the only one that's going to have salvation for a moment because she's going to finally release that guilt. The other people don't know about each other. Crystal says her funny thing, her name is Christina. I knew about my sister, but she didn't know about me. And her name is Christina. Can you imagine a sister? I think we are all, we as islanders, we've all been in this situation at some point or another. <laughs> it seems I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Because I, I knew about my brother, my younger brother, but I only met him when we were adults. Well, I was an adult and he was finishing up high school. 
So we're, yeah. Woo, this is interesting. So this lady right now, she's going to really have to make a decision, right? She can either decide to tell him, understand the repercussions, understand that her son may get angry and she will have to allow him to process the emotions. She cannot be upset at him for being upset about the whole situation, being upset at her. She will have, if she decides to say something to him, she is going to have to give him space and time and respect him wanting that space and time. Now, if she decides not to say anything, mom's the word, she better take it to her grave. And um, as Javette said, write it down somewhere, burn it, and use that as a release. Ask God to forgive you and keep it moving. Um, yeah, so she's really, because I think we're kind of torn here. You know, we have some of us saying, tell him. Some of us saying, don't tell him. And both arguments are valid, filled with great points great points right so she's gonna have to make that decision i know what i would be doing myself as a matter of fact from if i don't be pregnant ever if somebody gonna know i wouldn't be holding this secret this long i would rather the chips fall where they may early on and we are able to deal with it and get past it preferably when the child is a baby preferably that's my recommendation. Um, and I understand that she got entangled with a married man and him being a Christian and wanting to uphold the values of the church. Um, she decided, you know, let him move away with his family and, you know, maintain that. I'll just stay here. If I say to him, oh, I'm pregnant now, he's going to feel oh, I'm trying to trap him. I get it. But where were his values when he was having an affair? That's what, that's the only thing I have to say about him. That's what I was typing in the chat. Box. That's the only thing I have to say about him. Christian. May his soul rest uh -huh. in peace. May his soul rest in peace. But where were your values when you were having the affair? It was up in her. The it said it, he got a divorce. He got a Wait. divorce, and that's why he had to move away. Oh, he got a divorce. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. He got he a divorce, divorce and, and then he had to move away. So if he got a divorce, why didn't she tell him then? She should have told because him that. she was getting she was getting back with her husband. She got back with her husband. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, have mercy, these people! You know what? When sex, she's looking. Know, on a, on a mm, she was looking for. She's looking for. Um, <laughs> what is it? What is what I'm looking for? She's looking for. Um, what you slapping yeah, out on? My leg. I'm trying to think of the word. Restitution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's trying to clear her, her own conscience. Oh my god. I have serious issues. I, you all know that already. I'm messed up in the head. Y'all hang tight. Oh Tata, forgive me.
Gotta say thank you to everyone for coming to Days After Dark on Clubhouse. It was certainly a pleasure. Of course, I have to give a huge thank you to my co-hosts, Javette Sinet Rosolo and Marlon for joining me tonight. Tonight's episode of Days After Dark was streamed live on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, log on to www.qmzradio.com for quality music to get you through your day. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Coming up tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, it's Coffee Until World News on the Go. Join me, Moments with Me, along with my co-hosts, Sinet, Javette, and Rose Solo, where I read the news and we share our views. Of course, the studio audience is there, courtesy of Clubhouse. And then 7 p.m. Eastern live on johnoradio.com, qmzradio.com, and viscosityblend.com. It is The Rose Solo Show. Gotta give a big thank you once again to all our listeners on QMZ Radio and John O Radio. This is Moments With Me signing out. This is a Moments With Me media production.